Hey, welcome to another episode of Clear and Oblivious, an NFL podcast. According to, sorry there now, I have been bedridden all day, so it may sound a little bit hoarse. I mean, I think I've gotten sick, right, from Liverpool. Uh, great show. Uh, the Laughter House is absolutely brilliant. That's a great comedy club. You should go out and check it if you're in the Liverpool area. Um, but I stayed like in this fucking hostel one of the nights because it was up early in the morning it was a disaster do you know what was very funny though i i hate boxing i'm going to start this fucking podcast off about how my hatred for boxing has now spanned about 15 years when i can't watch a single fight with it looking either rigged or annoying none of the top boxers fight each other uh, and then when they do the whole thing just seems fucking rigged uh, and then all these YouTube cunts have come in, like Jake Paul and all that shit, and they've kind of have ruined it even more, made more of a spectacle of it. And then we managed to get an exhibition, again, boxer against a fucking MMA fighter, and it was because of money they had to give it to, clearly give it to Tyson because of that, because he was beaten all ends up. Nobody thought that Tyson Fury won that fight. It was all Francis and Ganu. But it was really fun. We were down in Liverpool. I managed to watch it with... Um, Kai Humphreys, who was supporting Jim Owen, who also came. So it was me, uh, Craig Hill, Jim Owen, uh, and Ricketts. I don't know, you might know Ricketts if you listen to this Lawson Humphreys on the road podcast. Um, so it was uh, basically four baldies and Kai, who Kai, who is also going bald. So it ended up being like a, a before, after, 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 and after picture. Uh, <laughs> it was fucking good stuff. Uh, what else happened in the Halloween? Matthew Perry from Friends is dead. Imagine if that was how you figured out on this old podcast. Uh, I talk about it in other podcasts and stuff this week, so I'm not even going to be arse touching on it much. Very sad there. Um, and uh, Halloween. There's been a lot of Halloween. Miles Garrett had a great, uh, great spooky old uh, costume. He's good at the old costumes every year. He looked like, who's he going last? He came as Vecna last year. I can't remember. The two other best... Uh, Halloween costumes I've seen by say sports stars alone was uh what do you call that new basketball player that's like seven foot Wemby or something he went as the slender man and it was perfect like it was such a good fucking it was a it was amazing uh my favorite though was Taylor Heineke who went as dressed as (laughs) Taylor Heineke who is at who where is Taylor Heineke at the moment Falcons he went dressed as um I think it must have been a partner or a girl or a friend or whatever had basically lights on her tits and he was a deer looking shocked. So deer in the headlights. What can you do, Taylor? You've won it for this week. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to start talking about the NFL this week. It was a pretty good weekend, I thought. Uh, but first of all, we're going to go into the news. We're going to have a little fucking advert and I will see you back here. <laughs> Welcome to the Clear and Oblivious newsroom. Here are some news headlines. Tommy DeVito, the most Italian-looking man you'll ever see, finished the game with minus one passing yards and scoring one touchout. A result as confusing and as harrowing as what that father saw on the other side of that glory hole in Amsterdam. Miles Garrett again dressed up for the Halloween games, this time wearing the names of different quarterbacks he has sacked. He also continued the tradition of losing that game immediately afterwards. Kirk Cousins has suffered a season-ending injury, bursting his Achilles into bits. But if the Jets' social media team are to be believed, all Kirk needs to do is listen to Dolphins sucking each other off and it'll be right as rain in a few weeks' time. In the meantime, though, the Vikings did trade 
for Joshua Dobbs. Kirk will most likely miss nine months, which is plenty enough time for him to finish the Old Testament. The Denver Broncos beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes had 15 passing touchdowns and 8 interceptions this season. The Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson has 16 passing touchdowns and only 4 interceptions this season. I'm not now sure what is real or not. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson believes that the referees wanted the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Steelers. Dallas, Patriots, Buffalo Bills, sure, maybe, but the Jags, they don't have the pull. The real enemy here is Matt Canada and the fact that you guys can't control or convert a third down to save your fucking lives. As much as a fan of the Steelers I am, and as much as I'd like to blame the fucking refs, maybe it's time you caught a fucking ball. That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious News. If you enjoy this podcast and want to get more involved, I have a Patreon account where you will get bonus short episodes during the week and access to our thriving Discord community, who discuss the games live, play games like fantasy football, and even drop topic suggestions for the bonus episodes. Join the Clear and Oblivious team at patreon.com forward slash clear and oblivious. Some of you are like, Ryan, I remember last week you said that, you know, Bob Hennigan would be here, you know. You've done this before three times this season. You were like, Danny Ryan is supposed to be here this week. And you're also probably like, Ryan, this this week, the podcast is already around a day, two days late. What's that about? Right. So let me run through this for you. I, uh, I got a, a leak in the kitchen. I got a neighbor downstairs, you know, pop peeked up and was just like, listen, there's a massive leak here uh, coming into my hang. And it's clearly coming from your kitchen. And I was like, all right, cool, sweet. I'll go have a look at it. There wasn't anything. We got a dude in who turned off my water uh, and started drilling through the floor and stuff like that. And, um, you know, that w- and that was fine. He was looking for the leak and all that carry on. So I was like, sorry, Bob, on Wednesday. I was like, we can't do it there on Wednesday. Um, I'm also violently ill. You can still hear it in my voice. And, uh, you know, Thursday comes by and we were like, we try it here, there. Next thing, the guy comes back. My thing goes, still there. The leak comes in. And we have to cancel again, essentially. The guy basically misdiagnoses the whole thing. Uh, and it's not even the, the coming into my kitchen and stuff going into my bathroom. The leak. So he's dug up a load of shit for no thing. And he's turned off my water for a day for no reason. So we were like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll do it. And I go, right, listen, Bob, I'm so sorry about this, but we're going to have to do Friday. So I got Bob on there. Took us a while there to set up, about half an hour. Because my fucking thing updated. His was playing up. We had a lovely, lovely chat and interview and everything like that. And here, I'll just, I'll actually just, I'll just play this for you. Ryan, the fucking thing only recorded your audio and not mine for some reason. I don't know fucking why. Um, did you capture any of mine on your side? I captured none of my. I captured none of it on his side. I don't even know how Audacity does that. I honestly think that I'm not blaming Bob. We're cursed. Because this has happened, remember the last few times it was three times with Danny Ryan and now we've got Bob. And it's only like week nine. That's that's at least five of the weeks that we're supposed to be having like guests on. I've had to just go in due to either technical difficulties or actual uh, difficulties in the kitchen. <laughs> Hello, sexism. Um, so yeah, so apologize. Bob is going to have to do next week because basically, if I continued on the conversation now, <laughs> we'd have to do it in like twenty minutes, and also he'd be just repeating stuff. Like imagine having a conversation with someone twice, but about the exact same things at the exact same ways. It just doesn't work. 
It just doesn't work. So anyway, right, uh, this was a great old weekend in the old NFL. Uh, this is actually coming out the Friday, so I have actually seen the Thursday night game that I can talk about because, uh, you know, I was up last night, joined my last game where the hours kind of work better for if you're a UK pr- listener than like a, an American one. And uh, we had to watch. I'm glad we won. As I said in our Discord here, obviously join the Discord, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I was just talking last night when we were playing the Titans. I was like, we have no excuses here not to beat the Titans. We're at home. They're not that good. You know, um, I know we have injuries, but it's Minka. But Cam Hayward's back. I know it's a short week, so it's... I, I know I know. Cut Tomlin would be saying other shit, like short week, blah, blah, blah. Glad to get the win out, but... Like, we needed that, and boy, did we do our usual and keep it close. The Pittsburgh Steelers have been outgained. Like, they have minus point difference. You know, like, we have been outgained on yards all eight games, and we are in a 5-3 and three record. What the fuck is going on? We are playing the Bengals next. I'm not even really that fearful of them. Like, Burroughs should hammer them, but hopefully Mink is back, and that's kind of that uh, sorted. Uh, it's unfortunate that Keanu Neal happened to break what I presume is a snap leg for Cole Holcomb because that was real bad looking uh, and that's a pretty that's pretty a devastating blow because the Steelers all of a sudden look like they had their you know middle linebackers or coverage linebackers kind of sorted and then down goes Cole Holcomb but I reckon he could be probably uh, I think he's done for the season obviously sorry but um, at least we have Landon Roberts and Quan Alexander kind of two vets uh, or a lot of experience at least kind of plugging in the holes rather than I felt like other years which was a little bit of a disaster um, but anyway it happened we actually won and we uh, showed a bit a little bit more on offense as well it's so funny they brought t- Matt Canada down from the upstairs he's never been on the sideline and they brought him down they're like you know what maybe you might be a little bit better if you explain how shout your play calls are to everyone maybe they might respond to it better so Matt Canada was forced to, and it worked a little bit you know, both running backs. We seem to have got a running game together for once in a while, uh, which is obviously vital for anything. You for mo- nearly every team, unless you're, unless you're fucking, uh, who was it? Joe Burrows was it? Who was it last season that just literally didn't bother running, just pinged it 50, 50 times a game? I mean, it was the Steelers. In fairness, too, also used to was thrown it for like forty, fifty times a game. But uh, yeah, a bit of a nightmare. But we came out with a win, so I'm absolutely buzzing about that. The Washington Commanders uh, were basically, uh, I think they're going back to their racist roots by uh, selling black people uh, for uh, very, very cheap or cheaper than they should be. Not that you, sh- not that there is a price on a human being, <laughs> but I reckon a third point, a third, third round pick for Chase Young is pushing it a little fucking bit. I don't know what I would do if I was a Commanders fan with that because you know you're just sitting there going like. You just look like you're having a team together. You would just keep them, or at least keep one of them. Sam Howell showed up. You've got Terry McLaurin. The running backs are kind of doing their stuff. You know, Logan Thomas is pretty decent. you got some killers at the back. Uh, and I just don't understand why they were just like, let's just, you know what, things are going a wee bit well for us for once. You know, we look like we're showing some semblance of a team. Why don't we, just hear me out, why don't we, Get rid of two of our best players. But let's just fucking criminally undersell both of them. Let's get a, a late second and a late third round pick for Montez Sweat and Chase Young. I mean, they're going to come in next year and go like, God, right, here's your second, third round pick. And then they're just going to pray to find someone like Montez Sweat and Chase Young, which they're not going to get. 
fucking stupid criminal. Don't really make it understand. If they had too many DL and they want some thing, trade one, not trade both, and then keep the other one. No, no, no. They kept Montez Sweat. Sorry, who the fuck else did? I've, I've, I've absolutely fucked this. I'm pretty sure Montez Sweat stayed. Uh, I'm just going to go through the, the actual trade NFL deadlines here. Anyway, either way, it's not good. Um, I know that Kevin Bayard went to the Eagles. Eagles and people like that are starting to do their the old Rams trick where they're loading up. They're like, right, this could be our year. So <laughs> let's <laughs> let's fucking just load up on vets and hope for our fucking best. Uh, but just every move in the thing. Joshua Dobbs has went to the Minnesota Vikings to take over from Kirk Cousins. Uh, yeah, which, you know, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mantis Sweat did go to Chicago. I'm wrong. Uh, and Chase Young went to, to San Francisco. San Francisco's another one. They're just going to load up at the top, you know, so uh, it's going to be fun. Big Randy Gregory as well. Um, I um, I I basically chatting about the draft in there just when I was thinking about it. it was the third round picks and everything. I, I did a little game of Say My Name with Bob Hennigan. And uh, it's ruined now because I can't do it again because he'll know. But... Also, I don't want to keep it on my phone. So I'm going to generate some... You could play with... How about this? You can play with it yourself at the house, right? See if you think... See, you can you can just say it out loud. I'm, I'm not going to take scores. Imagine if I knew the score. <laughs> I just You're listening to this in the car or something like that. And then next thing, you're just like, oh, I got 5 out of 10. I'd be like, no, you didn't. You got 4 out of 10, bitch. Would you crash the car? I think I would. But anyway, so the first one I had was... Uh, I use General Boudou. We know that that's fake because this has been used all the time. Uh, we've got Lindell Snatchlick. Uh, what do you think? True or false? It's definitely false. We have DeColdis Crawford, who is real. Yeah, someone called their fucking child DeColdist. I'd love to see other examples of much to hate their children as well. There's also a derealist, uh, which is a little bit more uh, fucking stupid, but also fun. Uh, Kmar Rouge. For any of you history slash genocide people will know that that one is fake, but Bob fell for it. I knew people would fall for that one, Kmar Rouge. Uh, this one is quite like our OG Izzy Skaggs, but there's a Juice Scruggs coming into the NFL, or hopefully, next year, and that's a real person. Uh, speaking of persons, there's a person called Dude Pearson. Dude Pearson. First name Dude, second name Pearson. Real person. Uh, from the balloon nut. I can think I can tell you that one is fake. Pig Cage. First name Pig, second name Cage. That is real. Somebody with the second name Cage. An easy one to an easy one to fix. This is Nicholas Cage. And this is his little brother Pig. <laughs> Which one's the favourite? <laughs> Pig cage. They don't even keep. Do they keep pigs in cage? I don't know. But either way, uh, pig cage. Real player. Storm duck. Real. Uh, the guy here. This is another real one. First name Mo. Second name Billity. You know, it's going to be fucking time before. Uh, it's going to be a momentum in this fucking league next year. Uh, this one is fake. I'm just going to tell you from the off, and Bob couldn't believe it. Parker Titsworth. There's a blocker called. Parker Titsworth. So, you know, block being blocked by Mr. Titsworth is very, very funny. Uh, and then uh, Bobby Diddler. Bobby Diddler, cornerback, who is fake. <laughs> uh, um, but yes, I can't think of the worst trades I could imagine now because we've lost uh, a middle linebacker. I'm just trying to think of, like, 
I figured if a trade that would be so bad that like people would question match fixing. Can you imagine, right, just out of nowhere, that the Miami Dolphins traded... I'm trying to make one that's realistic. But not realistic, but realistic the fact... I don't want to just go, can you imagine if they just fucking traded Brian Hoyer for uh, Patrick Mahomes? I know, the second I want something that's kind of slightly in the realms of possibility, but obviously not really po- won't ever happen. But can you imagine just right now... It just obviously when the trade fucking deadline was on. Imagine if, like Miami, if the Miami Dolphins just went and <laughs> traded to a tug of Viola for Justin Fields. Imagine they were just like, "There's nothing. We want Justin Fields. You can take to a, please." Can you imagine the fucking pandemonium in Miami? It'd be worse than when the fucking Hurricane Katrina ripped through the fucking place. You know, uh, but I'd I'd be there to see it. I think it would be great. And plus, the Bears might turn good. Uh, not that I, not that I like them at all. Uh, this weekend there was like the Giants and the Jets game, which is possibly one of the most boring games in the world. Like I presume it would be good to be there with the two New York teams playing each other. But they really showed their true. Like the the league's been all the prime games and most of the games have been shite. There is a lot of shite teams in the NFL. I feel like this year, or at least a lot of teams that haven't figured out where the hell they're going. And we're we're only getting it should have been figured out by now because now we're getting into that part of the season where everyone starts getting injured. So you know it's like the next man up type of thing. But some of these are getting like next man up and pure dog shit offenses and pure terrible defenses. And half the quarterbacks in the league are like dog shit. Right, I'm going to start here because I saw this here the last day, and it was uh, it was just basically the NFL.com's NFL quarterback index. You know who who is the the best NFL. They have the ranking who's doing the best performance-wise in the NFL so far. And I'm going to try and see if I can get all of the people in here because I'm going to start telling you when I would say like 16, I would say about half the league right now is backup quarterback level starters. Like, you know, like half the starting quarterbacks are backup level, you know. Like nobody, like Tyler Henneke is probably starting out Aiden O'Connell. Jimmy Garoppolo just got paid $74 million and now is already on the fucking bench. Who would have saw it coming? All of us. That's who saw it coming. All of us bar the fucking GM. In fairness, the GM is now sacked. Jimmy's on the bench and everybody has been booted. Uh, was it, is it McDaniels is gone now? Josh McDaniels? Yeah, so Mc, yeah, so they got rid of Josh McDaniels. Okay, uh, do you know the best thing is Devontae Adams was already talking like uh, like he owns fucking Vegas when he was sitting there going like, something needs to change, you know, when he threw a tantrum and he was missed. Obviously, Jimmy G had a nightmare, missed him on a lot of completely open r- routes and stuff like that. And I, I get that that's frustrating, but then he was just giving out and fro- doing as usual, throw the fucking tantrum and all that type of carry on. And then... What was even more funnier was when they got rid of the offensive coordinator, the GM, and the the quarterback. They're going to be starting, I think, Aiden O'Connell next week. Uh, the funny thing was Devontae Adams just came out again and went, "Yeah, I thank them for all their work, but like at the end of the day, something else had something had to happen." I was like, "Jesus, keep your opinions to yourself, eh? No, no need to sugarcoat anything there with you. We know where you fucking stand on all of this, Devontae." Uh, but yes. So according to the NFL, week nine, the number one quarterback, the number one quarterback in the NFL is Jalen Hurts. And I think this is absolutely fucking ridiculous. 13 passing touchdowns, but he's got eight 
and three fumbles, eight interceptions and three fumbles. And now you're trying to tell me in nine games that he is the leading quarterback in NFL. Bullshit. He is top five because he's, uh, you know, he's getting a lot of thing, passing yards and rushing yards. And the Eagles are absolutely flying. But I don't believe these. Second, who is my number one? Tua Tugavaiola. Uh, you know, who, who has more passing, he's more, oh, he's got seven fumbles, mind you, but I mean, better passing yards, more passing touchdowns, uh, well, he's got quite a lot of fumbles, in fairness, less interceptions, higher percentage thing, but Tua Tugavaila would be my number one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, they have third, the Kansas City Chiefs don't actually look that impressive, but he is, yeah, 15 eight interceptions, um, yeah, it was a nightmare, week eight was an absolute nightmare for the Chiefs and when because of Denver absolutely just stopped Travis Kelsey and it ended up where nobody else knew what to fucking do. So it seems like they might people might have an actual uh, method of beating the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm not sure if they have the old juice in them to win the NFL, win the Super Bowl. Number four ranked quarterback so far in the NFL, the NFL.com have Lamar Jackson. Uh, who, which fair enough less interceptions which is quite surprising than the other three i mean he's only got nine passing touchdowns and eight fumbles but you know what they're playing all right i can't think of anything this is what i'm saying they're all everyone is so bad uh josh allen in fifth place kirk cousins in sixth who i actually feel like should have been way up higher yeah more passing touchdowns less interceptions he has seven fumbles like Tua, but also has a high percentage thing but unfortunately he suffered the the old fucking, you know, he has to go now and read his Bible for a couple of months. Uh, Matthew Stafford, also injury. He is ranked seventh. Uh, he's only got eight passing touchdowns, seven interceptions, and a 59% percentage. So I don't know why the fuck he's there. Uh, Dak Prescott's in ninth. Trevor Lawrence in eighth. Sorry, you know, uh, which is quite good. Jared Goff, 10, who I believe probably deserves a little bit more than that. Justin Herbert, they have an 11th. Burrow, 12th. CJ Stroud, 13. Geno Smith, 14. Already, you know, we're getting names like Geno Smith and CJ Stroud. And we're in the 14th best, and you know, performing quarterback. This is where I'm talking about. Half of these people, like Sam Howell, playing very well at the moment. But, you know, yeah, yeah I'll give him that. Brock Purdy as well. Baker Mayfield, 17th. Midway point here. Baker Mayfield. Derek Carr. Not even sure if he'll be starting very soon. Uh, Russell Wilson, harsh on Russell. Don't know why he's way down and you know down there. But Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett, bleh. Gardner Minshew, backup. Joshua Dobbs now at the Minnesota Vikings. You know Zach Wilson, bleh. Will Levis, brand new. Desmond Ritter, year two crap. Bryce Young, brand new. Tyrod Taylor, backup. Jordan Love, stinky poo poo, backup. PJ Walker, crap. Uh, back up, Tyson Pageant, back up, Jimmy Garoppolo now benched. I mean, half of those people are now replaced by other backups. So it's it's just a fucking poor, I think it's a poor roster. And I think it's starting to show a little bit, especially in the old offenses, because I feel like there's only about three good explosive type of offenses in the NFL. I'm hoping that the Jags, uh, me and Bob there were actually talking about how we were hoping both of us were hoping that the Jags and the Detroit Lions were doing well. And I have to agree. I like both those teams. I like watching both those teams. I feel like they're a mixture of underdogs, but also have enough star player and enough likable players. Uh, and in fairness to Jared Goff, who's managed to make himself pretty competent now for a couple of years. Um, I love when you say that after the guys actually won a Super Bowl. He's pretty competent. 
pretty competent. What else you want? Uh, Will Levis last night played very well against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, he was chased off the pitch. I'm surprised he hung in there and made some unbelievable one or two like really sensational throws to get them out of trouble. Uh, I think the NFL might be blown up as uh, hoop right up as Jaxie a little bit too much because they're basically a lot of the last night they were just talking about how amazing of a performance it was and I go no he's, he's looked very good and he will be very good and I think Titans have found their starter but I mean he threw for like 230 yards he threw no touchdowns and he threw an interception I mean if Kenny Pickett threw that I'd be like oh you know he did and we won but you know I was still going oh so, uh, you know, sometimes I'm just like, all right, can we not just blow the smoke up these people? I know he took off like fucking fire, but that is the Falcons. Uh, secondary, he's gashing uh, in a thing, you know. So we'll see how it goes. I found that, that Will Levis's girlfriend, the one that was, remember, she looking unimpressed when he didn't go in the first round during the draft and think she went viral for it. Uh, she is now trying to get back with him. And you know what? Well, I hope you've moved on. You know, play gold digger. Play it right now. <laughs> I was checking up uh, the odds for the Super Bowl because I can't even tell who I would think in the Super Bowl, who would be like Super Bowl favorites and Paddy Power. So let's go and check that right now. Let's see what the the update is, who they have. Okay, so the Super Bowl outright betting. This is on paddypower.com. The Philadelphia Eagles are the slight favorites at 5-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. I think that's fair. They'd be right up there at the top, near near the top enemy at least, especially if a couple of Bayard and people like that traded for. Um, Kansas City Chiefs are also second, 5-1. to one. They haven't been impressive, and it's quite surprising that they're there. Even though we all know that they're just going to fucking drip their way. Mahomes will just carry them, you know, the whole way because... You know, Mahomes and Kelsey is just hard to stop. You try to stop Kelsey, you might win the game, but Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's making people like fucking Valdez Scantling, Sky Moore, and Rashid Rice look unreal. So, you know, that's why he's the best. Uh, third place, we have the San Francisco 49ers, who would be my bet uh, currently. Uh, fourth, they have Miami Dolphins. That would be my second bet at 9-1. to one. Fifth, they have the Baltimore Ravens at 10-1. to one. Wouldn't bet on it, but I can't think... They deserve to be in that conversation. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, 10-1 to 1 as well. The same as the Ravens, absolutely not. Why would anyone bet, bet on Dallas Cowboys at only 10-1? to 1? Uh, And they shouldn't only be 10-1. to 1. There's not a 10-1 to 1 chance they're winning it. There's a 50-1. to 1. <laughs> Detroit Lions look out in 12th. That's good. Buffalo Bills, 12-1. to 1. This is why I love the NFL. Detroit Lions, Buffalo Bills, 12-1. to 1. Who would have said that two years ago? Absolutely fucking nobody. It's like, oh yeah, Norwich and Man City. They're right there. They're they're toe and toe. <laughs> the Bengals, then we have sixteen to one, Jacksonville. I'm not gonna go around this the whole way. I'm gonna go to the, the bottom few. They have the worst team in the NFL, or the least chance at least. They have the Arizona Cardinals, then they have the Chicago Bears, both at five hundred to one. Considering there's thirty two teams, that's pretty brutal. Uh Tennessee Titans, they've got two hundred and fifty to one. I suppose that's because they just went to three and five last night and it's gonna be a battle to get to the playoffs. Also 250 to 1 is the New England Patriots. And then there's the Carolina Panthers at 251. There's the New York Giants at 251. There's the Las Vegas Raiders at 200 to 1. Broncos 200. Where the hell is the Steelers? They have the Steelers right up in midfield at 66 to 1. I mean, like, I'm a betting man, but I'm not a mental man. I'm a betting man, but I'm not a madman. 
They have uh, uh, the, they have the Steelers in there with the Jets and the Atlanta Falcons. In fairness, that probably is around our wheelhouse at the moment. Last night when I was uh, going through my in quote air quotes <laughs> research for this pod. I was trying to find some stories and I came across a, a cracked article. I didn't want to like read it beforehand and thing, but I'm going to go balls deep here, uh, you know, up to the fifth rib in this and just read out some of these. This is cracked.com's 15 NFL dark stories that we forgot that we forgot about. So let's see what we get here. Number 15, Brett Favre had a massive painkiller addiction. Uh-oh, gossip girl. Um, I mean, in fairness, if you begin, if you get, yeah, it says here he began his NFL career, a painkiller addiction to play through injury, but that's, um, oh, that's, that's absolutely grim. Said he thought about killing himself after flushing his pills down the toilet. Oh, I bet, and, and you know what? He'd be accurate about it in that toilet with them pills. That's all I'm saying. The murder of Steve McNair, Steve, uh, Titans legend Steve McNair was a victim of a murder-suicide a few hours after he put his kid to game. He was 36, but only, okay, so, okay. Drew Brees uh, and the NFL's torture arrays. What's this? Um, one year after he won the Super Bowl, New Orleans quarterback Drew Brees took a USO tour of Guantanamo Bay. Did he do? <laughs> That'll be so... <sighs> do, do you think he was just going to be like... That... Imagine being, I mean, uh, how the hell do you, like, torture people? People have been tortured in fucking Guantanamo Bay, get to meet Drew Brees. I suppose what you're trying to say is, obviously, obviously, it's the, the soldiers out there stationed, get to meet Drew Brees. Watch them, you know, chuck a couple of spirals out there, letting the lads out for a, it's like, turn off the Metallica music that's been playing for three weeks in a, a row, and then be like, here, come on out. We've got a, we've got a, is that Peyton Manning? No, nope, same type of head, big head, massive forehead, five head. Uh, you know, but that that is Drew Brees. <laughs> imagine imagine doing oh because it's only Drew Brees. Fuck me. Uh, Junior Sales gruesome suicide in the name of CTE. Okay, committed suicide. Shot himself in the chest. Who shoots himself in the chest? I feel like it's always head or head or nor. You know, shoot yourself in the leg. Shot himself in the chest. Anyway, okay. They say that it's basically CTE involved. Uh, Brad, Br- Br- Tom Brady, Brad Brady, Tom Brady is the new Goop. What's Goop? Tom Brady's uh, what? We interrupt discussion of the life-altering, damaging effects can football have on the player's brain to bring you Tom Brady's secret to a healthy life, giving him money for supplements. Oh, jeez, I don't know. I couldn't even bear typing that in. Uh, retirements of the 1985 Chicago Bears. More CTE. A lot of people, oh God, it's really grim. The NFL shoots itself with a foot with Warren Moon. A, let me see. First black card. Yeah, he's just meant his young black. Somehow he went undrafted. Okay, so he run the Rose Bowl. It's just basically racism. Um, right, okay. So basically he wasn't drafted because he was black. Uh, George... George Hallis really didn't want to integrate the Bears. Uh, the most important person is that, like, okay, so he's basically another <laughs> another racist. I'm going to just skip some of these because they're just making me sad. Jerry Jones mask off comments. Uh, remember when Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said, we can't have inmates running around prison. <laughs> running, We can't have inmates running the prison in response to protests over police killing black people. Wonder what he went with that water for. It means that he is an old Republican white guy with a load of money and a mad racist obviously what else would you mean we can't have inmates run the prison when they're talking about fucking black lives matter that is insane what happens when uh, yeah yeah okay 
Remember, 10% of the pink merchandise sale from the NFL, only 10% of it goes to cancer research. Oh, I mean, I feel oh, that's that's fucking shite. You can't have that. That that cancer week is always like all over the fucking thing. Ten percent. Like I get it. If it was ninety ten the other way, you'd be like, all right, fair enough. You keep ten percent there. You keep whatever fucking shite you're doing. The advertising. Ninety percent. Oh, oh, that is fucking grim. I wish I never read this. I've just miserated everybody. Marvin Harrison's Heisenberg tendencies, uh, the Michael Corleone of the NFL from his mild-mannered demeanor to all other stuff that did sound like the Godfather. Okay, somebody's basically in the mafia. Chicago's, uh, we see now what happened. A spinal injury. Uh, we see, okay. No, Johnny Knox, yeah, basically a guy broke his spine. Number three, Let's check in on that Robert Kraft handjob massage parlor. The traffic got charged dropped because the cops were creepy and recorded the message, the massages without telling anybody. The owner of spa plead guilty, though. Kind of wild to have the story happen at the same time as, you know, blah, 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 Jeffrey Epstein thing. This is 2022, so I bet you just Sean Watson's isn't in the top three. Number two is bound to be Rafflesberger or one. Yes, number two, Ben Rafflesberger, Big Ben Rafflesberger's rape allegations. Um... The Ray Rice video. Oh, yes, of course. What am I talking about? Ray Rice cold clocking his fiance and dragging her body out of an elevator where it can never be forgotten. Uh, yeah, that was pretty grim. Well, I don't know why I read these. I feel like I've just depressed me, you, and everyone that's listening to this. I thought I'd get a bit of humor in that, but really it was just a lot of people battering the shits out of each other. Well, I know some of you people on the podcast had some questions for Bob. I'm going to answer one or two of them before I can I like wrap this one up. Uh, we had least favorite constellation. If you want to know, I'll I'll ask you for more questions. If you're part of the Discord, obviously sometimes you get to ask questions to some of our guests. Uh, I'm going to have to answer one or two of these. A common question that seems to be happening all the time here is what is his least favorite constellation? Orion's belt. It's boring. There's only three dots, and one of them is slightly askew. What is the thing? You could make 500 Orion's belts everywhere. There's stars fucking everywhere. You could should be able to draw anything with stars. That's all I'm saying. There's enough stars up there on a clear night that I could make anything by drawing dots. Um, yes, okay. So, what? The would you rather... I did that in my other podcast. Okay, let me hear. Fuck, marry, kill. Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, or Aaron Rodgers? Right, my instinct is to kill Aaron Rodgers right from the off. Don't want to deal with him in any... Um, Antonio Brown for fuck? I don't know. I suppose it's a... Oh, I can't really can't really do that with a rapist. I'm gonna to have to kill Antonio Brown. So Antonio Brown dies, okay, and then I'm gonna to have to fuck Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, while well, he's on like ayahuasca or something, and doesn't see. <laughs> I was really good. Doesn't see me coming, um, literally. And then I'll marry Gronkowski, and then never talk to him. You know. He'll be sitting at the house going, where are you, Ryan? And I'm going to be like, oh, the, the bars, why are you questioning me? Uh, that's what I reckon that I'll have to do. That, that was a really grim question. Uh, I don't know. Okay, well, just before I go, let's have a little, little, little look forward to the NFL uh, next week. We have basically the Chiefs versus the Dolphins in uh, the 5th of November. Uh, that is going to be an absolutely brilliant game. The Chiefs and Dolphins, I believe that is this Sunday I have to so I believe that is must be the German game which is going to be very interesting to see uh, and what a, how come they get fucking Chiefs and Dolphins in the UK not that I'm from the UK or want anything to do with it but you know if I was like 
Yeah, I'm like, come on. Why do we have to take the Jags and the Texans every year? You get fucking Mahomes and Tua. We get fucking Tyrod Taylor filling in for whoever got injured. <laughs> this week's obviously started already. Steelers have beaten the Titans. We've got the Chiefs, Dolphins, Falcons, Vikings. That'll be interesting to see how Joshua Dobbs does. Uh, it's a shame that's another team that I thought were pretty decent and competent that we lost because due to injury that because of, uh, you know, just because there goes old Kirky Cousins. Um, Packers-Rams, that's always tends to be interesting enough anyway. Regardless, that'll be, wonder how that'll go. Saints versus Bears, meh. Pa- Patriots-Commanders, hopefully the Commanders will do them again. I'd love to see that. Ravens-Seahawks, should be a thing. It's a, it's an okay lineup. Texans-Buccaneers, pretty pretty bleh. Browns-Cardinals, not great. Panthers-Colts, okay, it, it's not as great as last week's. I feel like the last week's we're much more appealing to especially the neutral Raiders Giants might have a little bit of fun in it to see how Aiden Collin does Eagles in fairness now the Eagles and the Cowboys that night is going to be great fun Bengals and Bills and then the Jets Chargers okay so the bar last night's the primetime games and Eagles Cowboys and the German game are pretty good but the rest of it seems like quite a lot of fucking filler throughout but um but yeah, but if you're on the Discord, please put into your Mr. Irrelevant. If you join the Discord, you want any noted more about the Discord, by the way. I know I had like a little advert earlier in this podcast, but Discord's just essentially, uh, if you're a member of the Patreon, you get like a bonus episode, everything, and you'll get a link to the Discord. Uh, if you want to know what the bonus episodes are, they're even more, they're like this, to be honest, because, you know, I don't have any guests. And it's usually me talking about something that is completely nothing to do with the NFL half the time, you know. Um, but the Discord community is lovely. They all go in. Uh, well, they're pack accounts, like, but, you know, they're mine. <laughs> uh, but there's live, you know, there's a live game chat. There's regular ones. There's memes. There is games like Mr. Irrelevant where we try and guess. You have to put money on uh, someone that is over eight to one to score a touchdown at any time, you know, they'll build up a thing. Nobody's actually got one, I believe, yet this season. There is fantasy or two lit to join that this season. Obviously, the season is well underway, but we do that every year uh, for prizes and stuff like that. Uh, I will be if you want to keep any more out for me. I have got a little bit of news coming up, and I can tell you guys that I'll be going to Australia for the Adelaide Comedy Festival in February and March. So, if all you Australian listeners, I know there's some out there, I will fucking see you there. But very thanks uh, for listening in. I'm so sorry that we had yet another technical difficulty with Bob. How somehow we both managed to only record my voice. Uh, <laughs> that's how much I love myself. Uh, but thank you very again very 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 much for listening and I will see you guys uh, next week with Bob Hennigan this is a public service announcement do you own a bath fucking get rid of it right now how many more celebrities need to die in baths before we realise that maybe it's the baths that are the problem Judy Garland, Jim Morrison, Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston's daughter, and now Matthew Perry. I'm just saying, they're trying to take away our guns for killing people, but nobody's talking about the fucking baths. Who's next? Showers don't kill people, bar those ones that were in the camps in the 40s. You do the math. Get rid of your bath. 
That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious. Make sure you join us for next week's episode. Join the Patreon and leave us five stars if you've enjoyed. See you soon. <laughs>